Thank you, Lord, for this morning. Thank you for this opportunity to just minister. Lord, we give this time to you. Father, we agree, we believe that we will receive everything that you have for us this morning. And so, Lord, I just thank you for making my tongue the pen of a ready writer, able to speak that word in season. Take your Bibles and let's just say this real quick. This is my Bible. It is God's word to me. It's a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Man shall not live on bread alone, but by every word. There's something in me that craves this word. And I believe I will receive everything you have for me this morning. I believe I am what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. And I can have what it says I can have. Y'all want to just say some confessions? Y'all want to just confess and speak some things out this morning? I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am His beloved. I'm the disciple that the Lord loves. to say that you got to say that for yourself I am the disciple that the Lord loves he is good to me he is so good to me that others want him to be that good to them I have so much fun come on I have so much fun with my daddy we have a good time he makes me laugh he he makes me laugh in the midst of my pain he makes me laugh I am good looking or beautiful whichever word you want to use I am fearfully and wonderfully made I am a success going somewhere to happen and I will fulfill God's plan for my life. <coughs> Amen. You may be seated. Amen. preach this morning I am I am I am come on say it I am I am you gotta look you gotta walk out of this place and you got to say I am but if you can't say it in here, you darn sure ain't going to say it out there. I am, I am, mm, I am, I am, I am. I am the disciple.
disciple that the Lord loves. I am, I am, I am, I am. You got to go back to that funky you were doing. Come on. Come on, y'all stand up. Let's do this one more time. I am, I am, I am. Come on, I am the disciple the Lord loves. I am. Turn to your neighbor and see this. <laughs> yes. You are. You are. You are. You are. Declare that over somebody. Say, you are. You are. You are. Yes. We are. We are. It says in 1 Corinthians that we have the mind of Christ. You got to say that for yourself. I have the mind of Christ. I'm going to stop saying, I don't know. But, but, but what if I don't know? I'm going to stop saying, I don't know. You can say, I need to know, I will know, but don't say, I don't know. Instead, say, oh, Lord, you know. What are we going to do? <laughs> the Lord knows. You know, when you get to the place where you live in the revelation that, that God's good, that He loves you, that you are the disciple that the Lord loves, then it does something to you when you're around somebody and they say, and they start, you know, they start wallowing in that thing that the, that the enemy wants them to wallow in. And a person that knows God will go to his friend and take, pick him up and rip the roof off of a house and lower him down and say, you need an experience with Jesus. Because it says that he didn't see that. That man could do nothing. There was nothing that was in him that could do anything. But his friends, they knew who they were. They knew who Jesus was. And they were not going to let that situation stop them. There's people in our lives that are like that. We need to be able to be the ones that roll up beside them and say, You are, you are the disciple that the Lord loves. Yes. Yes.
Thank you, Lord. Stop saying, I don't know. And when other people say, I don't know, boy, that is an opportunity for us to step in there and go, I'll tell you what, I'll pray for you and pray with you, and I believe that God will give us the answer. Well, I just don't know what I'm going to do. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to pray. And we're going to believe because I know my daddy. He's a good daddy. He's not trying to withhold nothing from us. And he wants to reveal it to us. So let's just join hands. Let's just agree. Let's just pray and believe that God's going to reveal it to us. And then what do you do? I'm listening. I have found that when I get myself in a position of being able to listen and a position of readiness, ready to write, the problem ain't him speaking. The problem is I can't write fast enough. I think that the enemy's desire and his plan is for us to stay in a constant state of darkness, a constant state of um, uh, confusion, See, the, the, the thing that I was going to, that, that we're talking about this morning is clarity. That word just keeps coming up to me, clarity. And this time of fasting and prayer that we've done, and that we're going to continue to pray, but this time of fasting and prayer has brought some clarity to me. It's brought some clarity to you. The enemy don't like that. He don't want you to have clarity. He wants you to be in just enough darkness or he wants you to have just enough light where it gives you a little bit of hope but keep you in darkness where you can't have an impact on people. And the enemy has not, has, does not have that kind of power. He just doesn't. Why, why can't the enemy just do what he wants to do? Because he needs man's permission to do it. It all starts with a revelation and an understanding. Listen to me. It all starts with an understanding that we serve a good daddy. A good daddy. A good dada. A good father. Everything begins with the goodness of God. Everything begins with the goodness of God. If you have a skewed perception of how good God is then it will give you a skewed perception on everything else that pertains to life. It says, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give them the Holy Spirit that asks? If, you're, if your child asks you for a piece of bread, will you give him a rock? No. If you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more? Say how much more. 
How much more? How much more does your father, my father, want to give things, good gifts to me when I ask him? Matter of fact, he's already given us gifts without us ever having to ask him. So why would he hesitate to give us something when we ask him when he's already given us without asking? Do you see how the enemy twists that up? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, one more time. He's a good father. He's good to me. He loves me. I'm the disciple that he loves. He's good to me. In Jesus' name. like we're doing church but that just ain't what it is this if you were raised with Christ then seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God clarity causes us to seek those things which are above Lord I want to seek you seek those things which are above what things are above set your mind on things above not on the things of this earth Set your mind on things above, not on the things of this earth. Set your mind. Who's in charge of setting your mind? Lord, I make a decision to set my mind on things above. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ. It's hidden. Nobody can get to it. It's hidden. Can't nobody steal it. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you will also appear with Him in glory. We're hidden. We're protected. And when He comes and the clouds break open and He comes down in that chair, we will be gone in the twinkling of an eye. Therefore, because of all that, because we've set our mind, because we've seen those things, because we look at that which is above and not that which is here, that which is temporal is not permanent. That which is temporal is temporal. It can change and it does change. And it responds to the voice and the faith that we have in us and the authority that we carry. It changes. 
Therefore, because we've set our mind on things above, because we've recognized that God's good to us, because we've recognized that we are the beloved, that we are the disciples that the Lord loves, because we've set our mind on those things, because we refuse to be distracted by the attention of the world, because we refuse to allow our flesh and our senses to rule us and to reign us, because we have set our mind on the goodness of God, because we know that we're the disciples of the Lord. Because of that, you ready? Therefore, put to death your members which are on the earth. Fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desires, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience in which you once yourself walked when you lived in them. But now you yourselves are to put off all these. Listen, put away, put away anger. Stop. Let us stop being so angry with each other. Wrath. Malice. Blasphemy. Filthy language out of your mouth. That's right. Church people. But listen, we've set our mind on things above. We've set our mind on things above. We've set our mind to the fact that God's good to us and He loves us. And if He loves us and He's good to us and His love has been shed abroad in our heart, then we can shed that love around us, starting with our loved ones. So there'd be no anger because I love Him and He loves me. Because I love you, because you love me. There's no malice. There's no blasphemy. There's no filthy language out of our mouth. Why? Because we've set our mind on things above. Do not lie to one another. He's saying that to Christian folk, church people. Do not lie to one another since you have put off the old man with his deeds. You ready? And have put on the new man who is renewed in the knowledge according to the image of him who created him. So he tells us to put off things. Then he says to put on the new man. So you put him on. And you set your mind every day, I'm going to put on the new man. And it's renewed in the knowledge. It's renewed in the knowledge. It's renewed in the knowledge. And you begin to read and you begin to study. I had somebody ask me the other day, they said, what's, what's a good, where's a good place to start reading? The epistles. Because that tells us who we are. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew. Where there is neither Republican nor Democrat. Where there is neither black nor white. Asian. African. Thai. Filipino. Do we not all bleed the same color? Is your blood green? No. Circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, well, they're the heathen. There is neither Greek nor Jew, uncircumcised or circumcised, barbarian, slave or free, but Christ is all and in all. Boy, now that right there, that'll preach right there. 
Say, brother and sister, Christ is in all and for all and hopes all and wants all. So come on in to all. Therefore, as elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness. Well, that's hard, but no, it's not hard. It's just we're having to put to death our members. But we, that's easy for us because we set our mind on things above. Kindness, humility. Pastor L.A. said the other day, he said, I've never gotten in trouble for being too humble. He said, the only times I really get into trouble is when I start getting into pride. Meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another. Listen, we need to bear with one another and stop. It's so easy. It's so easy. But we've set our mind, not us. Not New Covenant Church in Tifton. Why? Because we set our mind on things above because we serve a good Father. And that goodness causes us to be a reflection of those things. Listen, I'm telling you right now, I'm having to die to some things. I'm not having to die. I'm killing. I'm endeavoring to kill and put to death some of the things in my life. And I have not enjoyed it. But I finally got sick of some things. I got tired. When you get tired and sick and tired and fed up and sick and tired and fed up, you'll put a stop to it and say, look, we are no longer going to tear each other down. We're no longer, Satan, I'm no longer going to allow you to affect my mind. I'm not going to allow you to talk your trash into my ear no more. I'm not going to listen to it. If it don't line up with the word, I ain't listening to it. And when you and I do that, it shakes the kingdom of darkness. So why would we need to bear with one another? Because there's going to be things that Langston and Inez are going to go through because they're stepping out in a prophetic ministry that they've never done before in their life together to this degree. And so they're going to need us to bear with them and agree with them and stand with them. Bless God, that's family. That means you're going to have to bear with me as your pastor because even though I'm your pastor, that doesn't mean that I'm not subject to attack. That means you're going to have to support your pastor's wife and their family because that means that we're subject to attack. That means you're going to have to stand with Bill and Carol because they're elders. And he's elder and the elder's wife and she's his helpmate. And because of that, because of what Cornell said, because of things going on in the natural, that means we got to bear with one another. Turn to your neighbor, somebody that's not your spouse. Turn to him and look him in the eye and say, I'm going to bear with you. What can I do to bear with you? I'm going to bear with you. And forgive one another. 
See, they didn't say forgive one another if, you, if somebody asked you for forgiveness. He said, forgive. Come on, are we, do we have the mind of Christ? We just did all kind of positive confessions. Let's throw that in there. Say, I forgive you. It's a choice, right? I forgive you. If anyone has a complaint, uh-oh. You thought we were done, didn't you? Listen, there will be a lot of people complaining today. I can't believe he threw that ball. Don't he know that when it's third down and five yards, you run it? You don't throw it? Come on, Atlanta. I rebuke that. Hang on, stay with me, ready? If anyone, if anyone, if anyone has a complaint against another, that tells me not, not that it's not normal, but you're, they're always going to be subject to have a complaint against somebody. Somewhere, somehow, we're going to have a complaint against somebody. We are. And he says that if, if you have a complaint, not when, it should be the exception, not the rule, that if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. Listen, let me say this. Your children, your neighbors, they hear you. Your friends, they hear you, they watch you, they imitate you. And if what comes out of my mouth is not edifying and building up, but tears down and ridicules and judges, they hear that. Thank God, God, our good daddy don't do that to us. I'm serious. If there's one thing that I have noticed in this capacity and ministry that I function in it's judging nobody ever judged me when I was never in the, when I wasn't in this position not as not as much I should say it like that but it's like a whole nother degree of judgment and then I find that that judgment has a tendency to leak off on me well I can't believe they did that I can't believe they don't I can't, they, 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 they. that's the enemy the enemy wants you to look at your neighbor and your coworker and your friend and your loved one and judge them. And God said, he said, David said, for the Lord is good and his mercy. What would it look like if we demonstrated these attributes because remember God's good he's good to us we're the disciple the Lord loves and we've set our mind on things above not on the things of this earth but on things above you ready but above all these things put on love which is the bond of perfection and let the peace of God rule into your heart 
Let the word of God dwell in you richly with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. I am. You are. That's an admonishing. We're admonishing one another. Singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God through Him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Clarity. That's what the Lord has brought to me. And the word that I keep hearing is clarity. And it's real simple. It's not anything major. It's just clarity. I love you. I believe in you. I believe that God's will will be done in your life. I believe that God's will will be done in my life and in the life of this church. But it starts with us. It starts with us admonishing and building one another up and encouraging one another. This morning has been good. This morning has been encouraging. This morning has been a reaffirmation of the goodness of God and the love of God and how His His presence is heaven to us and how we can now demonstrate and exercise that towards each other. What's that purpose for? What is it for? Why do we gather? Why do we come together? Why do we do that? Because we've set our mind on things above. And when we leave here, we change the world through that action, through that love, through that commitment that we've made. And people see it. And you know what? It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not the end of the world if they see you flesh out. Because guess what? If you're mature and you do it right, they can see you repent. And then they know, man, I've messed up. Your life is not defined by your mistakes. Your life is defined by His obedience. And His obedience to the cross, He bore everything for us so that we might live the life that he's predestined for us to live and to demonstrate and to share that with others and it starts with us it starts with setting our mind on things above clarity I know this has been different I didn't even hardly get to anything that I really had intended to share but I do know this I know that His desire is the foundation for everything that we do has to be His goodness and we have to receive that and we have to believe that and we have to feed that and we have to remind ourselves of His goodness and then we have to remind each other He's good. Amen. Stand to your feet. So be done with every trace of wickedness and all deceit and insert insincerity. Judges, grudges, and slander and evil speaking.
like newborn babies, you should crave the pure spiritual milk that by it you may be nurtured and grow unto salvation. Since you have tasted the goodness and kindness of the Lord, come to him, living stones which men tried and threw away, but which is chosen, precious in God's sight. Come and like living stones be yourselves built into a spiritual house for a holy concentration priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable and pleasing to God through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Michelle, would you come pray over us, encourage us, dismiss us, prophesy over us? We just thank you and we praise you for this day, Lord, that you have blessed us with. We thank you that we can come together, Lord, and praise you and, and worship you, Lord, and encourage each other. Father, I just pray, Lord, that each and every one will just be enveloped with your love, Lord, and they can go out and just minister and love on others, Lord, and show them your agape love, Father, because <laughs> you are our daddy. And we thank you and we praise you because you are a good, good father. And, Lord, those that are out there, Father, that feel like there is no one, Lord, no one, Lord, that you will wrap your arms around them. Lord, you will lead us to those that, that, that do feel that way, Lord, out in our workplace, while we're at school, Lord, wherever we're at, Lord, that you will show us those, Lord, and, and just that we can just wrap our arms around them, Lord. Father, I encourage each and every saint of God that's here today. Father, we are princesses, and we are princes of the Most High King. In the name of Jesus, wherever you are in your workplace, your home, school, wherever you are not of this world, you are of the kingdom of the Almighty God. Hallelujah. And Father, we just thank you and we praise you. Because the joy of the Lord is our strength in the name of Jesus. And I confess that over each and every one that's here today, Lord, and those that are not here, Lord. And we thank you. Now you go. You go in the name of Jesus. Because you are a mighty warrior. You put on the full armor of God every morning before you walk out before your feet hit that floor in the name of Jesus because the enemy is waiting. He is waiting, but thank you, Lord, because we have the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, and the sword of the Spirit. Hallelujah. And the shoes of peace. And we girt our loins with the belt of truth, hallelujah, because anything that the enemy, anything that doesn't line up with the Word of God throughout your day, hallelujah, we bind it and we throw it back to the enemy in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you.